are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God is exalted and Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. But did you know just because the devil's defeated doesn't mean that he's going to roll over and play dead? You have to enforce Satan's defeat. Did you know that? And we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about one of the ways that you can enforce Satan's defeat. Of course, there's many areas that we could go into. We're going to talk about specifically unforgiveness, a thief of faith and life. Now, you hear people say all the time, I've heard them say it, well, now I'll tell you, I just can't forgive so-and-so because you just don't know what they did to me. No, I don't know what they did to you. But I know what unforgiveness will do to you. Now, I knew y'all would be excited about this subject. <laughs> because we're going to talk about one of your favorite scriptures. The one that says, if your brother has ought against thee, go to him and talk to him. <laughs> oh, that's not your favorite scripture? Turn with me to three openings, first of all. Matthew, the 6th chapter. Luke, the 11th chapter. And Mark, the 11th chapter. I want to talk about unforgiveness, a thief of faith. Then we'll get into it in more detail, how that it is also a thief of life. You know, Hugh Smith said something in a meeting that I attended several months ago that just got in, you know how the fellow says it just gets under your skin. It got under my skin, it got in my spirit, and I began to look at the Bible in the light of what he said, and it was not something that I didn't really know, but he just said it in a different way, and I saw some things out of it. And he said this, the things that Jesus said here in the Scriptures... And uh, the things that he taught. He said, it's not that way just because Jesus said it. But he said, it was that way, that's the reason Jesus said it. Now you may have to think about that a little bit. It's not that way just because Jesus said it. But Jesus knew it was that way. That's the reason he told us these things about it. Now when you look at the Bible and the things that Jesus taught in this light. It just makes you want to be obedient to the Word of God. Because He's not trying to make it hard on us. He's not trying to just make it hard on us. He knows what the results would be if we don't do what He said. So it's not because He said it that it's that way. It was that way. That's the reason that He told us these things about it. See, the Scripture says the wages of sin is death. Well, it's not that way just because the Word of God says it. It was already that way. That's the reason God revealed it to us. So it'll bring death. Now, I'm always hesitant. In fact, I don't know as I've ever taught this in a place where I knew everybody. And because I'm here in this church, I don't know anybody. I don't know anything about what's been going on. I haven't talked to the pastor about anything. So I can teach on it very openly. <laughs> so you just receive from the Word of God what the Spirit of God reveals to you tonight concerning this subject. Let's read from Matthew, the 6th chapter. 
Verse 9, After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now verse 12 is the one that I want you to notice. Every occasion, almost if not every occasion, where Jesus talked about prayer, he talked about forgiveness. And I think it's very important that we understand that. When he started talking about praying, he would also include forgiving people. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, as we look at that, you realize what Jesus is putting before us. Forgive us, Father, the same way that we forgave that fellow that just almost run us off the road on the freeway. Forgive me just like I forgave him. <laughs> that is the way you've been praying, isn't it? <laughs> well, now I know I'm on some of your toes, but we're just going to stand there a while because God will heal your toes. No, we don't like to do that. We'd like for God to forgive us, but we would like to just kind of hold it against some folks once in a while, some of the things they did. After all, it was very stupid what they did. And they shouldn't have done that. And that may be all true. But now let's notice that Jesus, every time, almost every occasion, if not every occasion, that he talked about prayer, he talked about forgiveness. Go with me to the 11th chapter of Luke. Luke chapter 11, and let's read from verse 1. And it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now you'll notice here that the verse 4, he said, Forgive us our sins, as we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. Now you know that's the only scriptural way we can pray. For forgiveness of sins. You know, the scripture tells us what God's rules for forgiveness are. Now let's move over to Mark, the 11th chapter, and it'll bring it out very vividly. Mark chapter 11. Let's read from verse 23, where Jesus is speaking of the God kind of faith. In verse 22, he said, have the faith of God or faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Now, we all like to stop there, but it doesn't stop there. And when you stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. 
Now, if you'll notice, Jesus connects this with his teaching on the principle of faith. How to use your words with power to remove the mountain, the obstacle, the mountain of circumstance, the adversity that stands before you. He said, have faith, the faith of God, a more literal translation would mean that. Have the faith of God, for if you say to the mountain, to the problem, to the situation, be removed, be cast into the sea, and should not doubt in your heart, but believe what you say will come to pass, then, I like to add this word, eventually, you'll have whatsoever you say. But now notice he didn't stop there when he tells us all of that. He says, when you stand praying, forgive. Now, I don't know, maybe that's the reason that sometimes people think you always have to kneel and pray. He said, if you stand, you have to forgive. (laughs) Well, no, he's talking about whenever you pray, forgive. Because there must be forgiveness or your prayers is not going to get anywhere. Especially if it's praying for forgiveness of something that, you know, unforgiveness is not like any other sin on the face of the earth. And I'll point this out to you as we go along in the scriptures here. Because it's not like a sin of getting mad and punching a guy in the jaw, you know. Then repenting of it and saying, Lord, forgive me, I shouldn't have done that. I apologize, you know, go and apologize to the guy and said, I missed it. I've asked the Lord to forgive me, I want you to forgive me. And it's just as though it never happens, you know, as far as God's concerned. You've received your forgiveness. 1 John 1, 9 states that very vividly. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, if we confess them, believe we receive our forgiveness. But unforgiveness can't be forgiven until you forgive. See, it's a continuing sin. It is a continuing act. That you don't have to do anything else, but it'll be a continuing sin until you forgive that individual. In fact, you could go further than that with it. You could even call it a sin unto death. Not in the light that most people think of it, but unforgiveness will be a sin until the day you die unless you forgive. It's something that you must deal with, and you must deal with it personally to be set free from that bondage and that curse that comes when you don't forgive. Can you see that? Now, we're here in Mark, the 11th chapter, and we're talking about verse 25 and 26 here, where Jesus has talked about when you stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any. For he says, if you don't, then your heavenly Father won't forgive you. He can't forgive you. Now, as we look at this, you realize that Jesus is trying to put this thing in perspective so that we can understand why our faith doesn't work sometimes. See, he's telling you how the God kind of faith works in verse 23 and verse 24. Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not his heart. Therefore, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We've been talking about unforgiveness now, and our offer is CD offer number 7114, Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. We talk about the fact that in Luke 17, Jesus tells us how to get rid of unforgiveness. If you had faith as a seed, you would say, Now, when he said mustard seed, 
Did you know that you cannot hybrid a mustard plant? It will not cross-pollinate with anything else. It's going to be mustard whatever you do to it. And that's one reason Jesus used the word mustard seed. Not only because it's small, in the fact that mustard will be mustard. And he's saying if you had faith that will not change, you would say to whatever your problem is, be plucked up, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Whether you realize it or not, things have been obeying you for years. Some of you have been talking to your money. Well, I'll tell you, money, you just get away from me. I just can't keep money. And that money is made out of the tree, and it's obeying you. And you wonder why you're broke the last half of the month. One reason is because you believe it. Because what you say is what you believe, and what you believe is what you say. And the Scripture says, He shall have whatsoever he saith, if he believe and doubt not his heart. Now, when it comes to unforgiveness, this is the way to get rid of unforgiveness. Jesus tells you how to do it. If you had faith as a mustard seed, faith that won't change, you don't have to have great faith. If you just have faith that you're willing to plant and say, to the unforgiveness. You'll never hinder me again. I make a decision to forgive. I may not want to forgive. I may wish to God I didn't have to forgive so-and-so. But I see in the Word that I can't be forgiven if I don't forgive. So in the name of Jesus, you hear me saying it, I forgive them by faith. That's the way you do it. That's offer number 7114 for a total of $11. We have toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.